0: Hey guys, thanks for listening. Let's talk about today's sponsor, and that is BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, like anxiety or depression? BetterHelp will assess your mental health needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help, guys. It is professional, confidential counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available the service is available to anyone hearing this podcast worldwide. You can log into your account anytime, anywhere, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever, ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you ever need to. So visit betterhelp.com slash spark that's better h-e-l-p dot com slash spark welcome back to the two marks and a spark wrestling podcast for the first time ever on video you can kind of see the tight lens of my camera we're talking about uh ah impact rebellion we're talking about something that I forgot we were gonna watch until this morning. <laughs> yeah, uh, go to betterhelp.com slash sparks get ten percent off your first month of professional mental health counseling. Good lord. Uh God. There's so many weird things to say about this show, honestly. I don't I don't know how to feel about this show from like a from like a show perspective, it was a good show. But as somebody that doesn't watch impact regularly, (laughs) if this is like the only impact show you watch for like the entire year, you're not going to know what to think of it. Yeah, it's 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 really weird out of context. This is a very strange show, and I'm not sure how I felt about it, although it opened up with a pretty good match, right? Josh Alexander, Ace Austin and TJP in a triple threat for the X Division title. Honestly, per- personally, I thought that this was the best match of the night other than the main event. I Yeah, you're this probably match, right. This match only goes 11 minutes, but they did a lot in that. Like They did a lot in 11 minutes. It felt longer, honestly, yeah, just it, because there was so much shit happening at once. There was only one match that went more than 20 minutes on this show, and I think we can all guess which one that one was. The main event. That's correct. But, um, yeah, everybody looked really good in this match. This was a really good match. Except the part where Madman Fulton was present, Well, she didn't need to be. Bryce, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. You, you, you have one of probably the worst wrestlers in Impact at ringside. Yeah, that's true. Then we have Violent by Design, or so we thought, against Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack. Are we going to talk about who won the triple threat? Oh yeah, Josh Alexander uh pinned Ace Austin. <laughs> so, I guess now they're just going to start making the X Division title a revolving door cuz I swear to god Ace Austin just won that like a month ago. Just uh just hot switch it. Let's just That's hot... the that's the only the only title that's still on their brand at this point pretty much, Well, other than that... the women's titles. Yeah, the women's titles and the X Division title are now the only titles. Well, spoiler alert for the main event by the way. Jesus. Oh it is what it is. I mean, not that any of us are surprised by that, you know? Uh, n- none of us are surprised that this is how this show ended. It has implications, but we'll talk about that later. Let's get to this eight-man tag match that I didn't ask for. That I didn't enjoy or ask for. This match was fine, except for the fact that Rhino looks like he should Rhino be. Rhino looks like he smokes meth. <laughs> 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 I... Oh, I did not goodness. I don't think I cared at all during this entire I don't know this entire match I, I, I again the, we don't the, the coolest part was seeing Eric Young well and big Cass uh spoiler alert by the way Eric Young did not wrestle in this match he had a leg brace of some kind on I'm not sure if that's a real injury or if that's kayfabe I have to imagine it's real he was limping pretty hard and didn't get involved in the match and didn't make contact with anybody so I have to assume he's actually hurt uh, but W. Morrissey, if you don't know who that is, that is a Big Cass made his television wrestling return. He's been popping up at a few independent shows, and tonight he popped up on Impact Rebellion. And he was the best looking person this entire match. Wow, well, Chris, Chris Saban. Chris Sabin looked great, but yeah, but that was that was that was about it, dude. He hardly wasn't, did anything. There wasn't much going for this match at all. Yeah, he hardly did anything. I mean you know it was what it was but Morrissey gets the win and then he beats the living bejesus out of Willie Mac, so that's something then we get a good match that wasn't long enough and that's Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona uh this match was definitely number three this match was really good um Cardona would look like he did something nasty to his knee at the end of this though yeah because he wasn't getting up for a long time and I don't know if that's just Cardona being good at selling or if that's He's actually messed up. It's hard to tell sometimes. It really is. Some people are just so good at selling. Yeah, he he might just be great at selling, which he is great at selling. I'm not taking anything away from him. But, yeah, the, the, he looked like he messed up his knee. There was a lot of good spots in this match. Really hard match in terms of just they were hitting each other hard as hell. It was a little disappointing that it ended with a clothesline. I wonder if they called an audible on that. I, it kind of it, like... it, it might have. I don't know, but this match was, was was fabulous. This was number three for me. Definitely. And then we go to, to us, the most random match of all time, but this might've meant something, uh, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellerling with jazz, who is like two of the three people I recognize in this match. I didn't know. I didn't know anyone in this match. (laughs) Well, you know who jazz is, but other than that, uh, and then against fire and Flava, uh, Grayson Ellerling won. I'm not going to lie. I was getting the video stuff set up when this match was going on, so I don't know what the hell happened here. Uh you... it went nine minutes. It, w- it was fine. You didn't miss much. This Nothing against any of these people, but it was just none of them did anything for me. Again, this show, out of context, is a very weird show to talk about, and it makes me wonder you know, a couple things. But, hey... It... <laughs> This is probably going to make us watch Impact on Thursday, because guess what? We're going to wonder what the flipping hell they're going to do about this belt situation. This belt situation is the big takeaway from this, and it really kind of throws AEW and Impact for a loop. Specifically Impact. Oh, Impact's Cause in trouble. Because yeah. Impact has lost its world title. And their tag titles, because Juice are in New Japan. But they already so, lost those, so... I, they lost those like a month or two ago whatever the last impact not the last impact plus show but the one before that who knows it's it's a tricky situation, but this is impact we're talking about after all, yeah. Next is another match that I really didn't care that much about. <laughs> uh, Trey Miguel and Sam Callahan. This match had a lot of crazy spots, a lot of a really scary spot with a table off the top rope that looked like it. It looked. It was definitely supposed to break, and it um, definitely didn't. It didn't break, and Callahan looked like he caught the back of his neck right on the edge of the table, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, that looked bad. It looked really bad. I'm sure it was not as bad as it looked because he was up and moving around, but and. Now, ironically, I didn't know who Sammy Callahan was, but I did know who Trey Miguel was because uh, Which you, is, Ben. Again, ironic because Sammy you, you said Callahan was in NXT, but I don't remember him being in NXT he at any was Solomon Crowe. I, I must not have watched NXT in that time, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. You were watching wrestling, I know for a fact. I might have been watching wrestling. doesn't mean I was watching NXT, though. Well, for two of the... Three years he was down there. There was no WWE networks on that. Yeah, I well, there, there you go then. But I remember Trey because you showed me uh, an impact. Uh, I don't know if it was a pay per view or what it was, but he Trey Miguel had a really good match with Ace Austin on that. And I was like, wow, these two are both really good. Well, someone having a good match with Ace Austin is not particularly an accomplishment. No, but um. It was it's, a last man standing match, so... This was your stereotypical last man standing match. Spot. one, two, three,
1: four, And then, and then they'd get up, up
0: and, and it, they'd do it again. And then it ended, and I didn't care. <laughs> oh, boy. Then we have Finn Juice against the Good Brothers. This match was really friggin' good. Yeah. This was a great tag match. Well, it's four good wrestlers in the ring. I don't know why we're surprised that this was a good tag match, but... As as much as I am getting tired of seeing the Good Brothers on Dynamite, because they're all over our shit. They are literally riding our dicks every week, and with no with no end in sight. And it's probably it's going to be worse now. Oh, I have to imagine it's going to get worse now because of what happens in the end of this show. Yeah, literally. Oh, there's a lot to talk about with that. If if we were upset before, it's only going to get worse, which is unfortunate. Folks, this isn't getting any better, I promise. Uh, damn. Then we have Deanna Perazzo versus Tenille Dashwood, a really good match that felt like it was really short. Like, it felt like this match started and it ended. I have it at nine and a half minutes, but yeah, who knows? It was a good woman's match. It was way better than that tag match earlier. Yeah. Um... i could could have afforded to be you know a couple minutes longer but it had a slow pace to it but that works because it's a diana perazzo match you know what you're getting when you go into one of those so she's very technical Uh, very slow very i'm gonna whoop your ass and not apologize for it and then um the match happened and who was that that came right at the end um taylor wilde showed up after perazzo got the win so i guess that's gonna be her next Though Taylor Wilde hasn't been an impact. I don't know exactly when she left, but hold on. Let me, I'm actually going to. Why'd she she leave? Do you know? Uh, Because they started burying the knockouts division. Oh, so it was just, she was off TV or was she off contract? She left the company. So she was off contract. She left in 2010, retired from 2011 to 2020, and now she's back. She came back after eight years? Nine. Or nine years so this is a nine-year break that we witnessed a return for um they really didn't play it up like that uh no it was this... just like oh hello welcome back like if you're gonna bring somebody back after nine damn years it just it just felt like play she it was up. Gone. She, they made it seem like she was just gone for a few months and she was just like oh she's back on television for the first time in however long You know, if you're going to have somebody come out after the for the first time in nine years, be like, holy shit, you know, we haven't seen this person since Hulk Hogan was running around here acting like a moron. Unfortunately, (laughs) a dark time in impacts history. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But uh, yeah, she basically it says here that she retired to focus on her psychology studies. You know what? Good for her. Now she's back doing this. Oh, good Lord. This poor girl. (laughs) I am I am sorry for your loss. You came uh, in at a bad time for Impact. Oh boy. <laughs> Did you take a step down at this point? And I'm sorry we're making fun of Impact on this show by the way. That is not the intention of this show. It's just this show was something else. There's is, there's is not there's not much to talk about. We can we, we're going to be doing more speculating on this show as to what the hell is going to happen now than we are going to be talking about the show, I feel like honestly Because everything in between was like 5 or 6 out of 10, with the exception of a couple that were better than that. Uh, Then we go to Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan. This match was great. It was long, it was long, and it was... 23 minutes, almost on the button. 23 minutes, it was great. This match did not have a bad moment in it. They made Rich Swan look strong. They made (laughs) too many people ringside that actually didn't do a whole lot. I was surprised. I thought they were gonna do a DQ. Honestly, considering there was there was five or six people outside of the ring, and I was No, Bryce, say it like it was. There was like fifty five million people no, out there. No, there was the Good Brothers. Uh-huh. There was oh, that's two. Don yeah. Callis. Uh-huh. And then whoever those two were that were in Swan's Corner, and technically Aubrey Edwards, if you count her, but she's the second ref. Well, Tony Khan and Jerry Lynn and Tony Schiavone were sitting there, but they were just being... Yeah, but but they were outside. They were outside the retaining thing. And then Scott DeMoor was, like, way back there. I don't know how he saw anything from where he was standing. If you count all of them, then I guess it was, like, ten or something, but... None of them did anything. anything. Until Don Callis started jumping up and down like a... Oh, my... Oh, my God. <laughs> can, we, can we talk okay. about this? Okay. Wait, so, we, should, we, should, we, should, we should start with what Don Callis did before the match even started. Where he, uh, where he grabbed the mic and called... What did he call that one Dave, guy? He called Dave Pinzer a child and told him to let Daddy do his job or something. <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> that I was, was like, what uh, are you oh. saying, Don? Oh, my God. I laughed my ass off. It was hilarious. Dude, Don Callis... You know, you know who Don Callis reminds me of. Who? That one guy in school that everybody thinks is so funny, but do not like him no matter what. He's, he's he's like the sarcastic jackass. Yes, he has like five friends that that people laugh at his jokes, but no one actually likes him, and everyone wants to beat him up. Yeah, I think you had a friend like that in high school. <laughs> R- regardless. Um, <laughs> I think regardless. His name was ben, right? <laughs> oh yeah. What a coincidence, right? That guy's a dick. <laughs> anyway. But uh Omega won, other, big surprise. As, as cool it would as it would have been for Rick Swan to win, he's not taking the AEW championship, and especially not off of Omega. I think Rick so, Swan's gonna be the one to beat him for the impact title. Yeah, probably. But or Ace Austin. Awesome. How, how are they gonna do that now? Is is Rich Swan gonna have to go, go on AEW television? To what win the it? hell are they gonna do at Double or Nothing? I I'm so curious. As to. Are they, are they gonna do Rick Swan versus Kenny Omega? Why do Double you keep calling him Rick?
1: His name R- is Rich. Rich. Rich.
0: <laughs> I'm so, sorry, okay, I'm getting my fucking words mixed up. What the Rich, hell? Rich Rich Swan. Rick's easier to say. Anyway, anyway, Rich Rich Swan. Are they gonna do him versus Omega at Double or Nothing? I don't know. Are they going to do and a three-way with Omega, Moxley, and Swat? What are they going to do? For what? For what? For the Impact title? For the AEW World Championship? I don't know, what? Bryce. For all the belts that Omega has, he has like seven of them. Like, like Omega, Like, if you win, you get everything. Or if is you... it going to be one belt? I don't know. There's too much shit going on. You know what they should do? They should just say, you know what, Kenny? If you win this match full control of the company <laughs> <laughs> you might as well at this point Tony Tony Khan steps down if you win and you are the new CEO you might as well at this point I mean oh boy this whole it's just it's, I don't get this it this is a booking nightmare this is a booking nightmare who thought of this I don't know probably Tony... Scott Damore <laughs> everyone got together they were just like let's make the whack most whack shit we possibly can (laughs) let's just do the dumbest thing imaginable and sell it for forty (laughs) dollars good lord yeah folks this show was forty dollars and i can't advise you to buy it i feel like i got gypped out of that forty dollars yeah honestly (laughs) honestly i i feel a little upset that i paid forty dollars for this oh well Hey, at least we didn't pay $40 for Fastlane. If we would have paid $40 for Fastlane, I don't think I'd be doing this shit anymore. (laughs) Hey, this show was better than Fastlane. That's literally saying nothing, Ben. Anything's better than Fastlane. This show was, in my mind, like on par with most of the Royal Rumble. Are you sure about that? Uh, When I say most of, I mean like the Drew McIntyre-Goldberg match. (laughs) Oh, I mean, if you're talking about the rumble itself, I like the rumble itself more. Rumble matches subtracted. This was basically the Royal Rumble pretty much. Yeah. It was it, it was a bunch of decent matches. Rumble Except subtracted. Holmberg. Rumble's subtracted. This was just Okay, I get it. Like, this is not Impact's biggest show of the year. They didn't have fans there, so they're probably watering the cart down a little bit. I have to imagine they are, because everybody else is. Are, th- are they going to have fans at, uh... Anniversary? It made it look like that's what they were kind of talking about. Samoa uh... Joe appeared on this show, by the way. Can we talk about this? Samoa Joe was in a promotional package on the show. Wait, was he? He was on the Anniversary promo thing. He flashed up for a second. Did he? Yeah, so did Chelsea Green. Does that mean they're going to Impact? No, I think that means that for the second year in a row, WWE has released like a lot of people, and Impact's going to sign at least three of them. <sighs> well. If Samoa this... Joe goes to Impact, I will consider watching Impact every week. I don't know if I want to put myself through that, though. Yeah. But okay, because here's my this... main issue with Impact. Is there booking? is legitimately it's It's on a profound. next level. It's a next level of shit. It's,
1: <laughs> it is like, we profound.
0: Think, we think WWE's booking is shit, and it is, but this this is... just this just confuses me.
1: <laughs> like, like, even
0: the video packages. Like, you were starting to get it from the video packages, and then you watch uh, the matches, and it just proceeds to not make any sense, the, and you're just like, okay. WWE booking is just shit impacts booking is confusing and confusing is worse than shit it kind of is it kind of is honestly oh i didn't feel good walking away from this really i was just like who the who can i slap the shit out of for booking this (laughs) scott demore scott demore i would like a word with you sir (laughs) (laughs) all right uh next open challenge from bryce i believe is scott (laughs) demore I I got too many open challenges out. Like you have one. You <laughs> have one. I got one, one. for Jim Cornette. Now I got one for Demore. <laughs> Who's next? I don't know. The next, the next person that feeds me a shitty, shitty wrestling pay per view. Let's 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 hope Double or Nothing's good or Tony. So Con, Vince. Not gonna... <laughs> v- Vince, I could probably like sneeze on him and break his spine. <laughs> you do realize we have backlash in like three weeks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't wait. Great. (laughs) Wonderful. Epic. Will it be as bad as Fastlane? Well, potentially. (laughs) I'm not going to say no. (laughs) I feel like Backlash and Fastlane are historically like two of the worst pay-per-views WWE has. Uh, No, it's TLC and And Fastlane. And (laughs) TLC. And TLC. TLC is usually pretty junk, too. Remember we almost went to a TLC one year, the year they did the Bray Wyatt and the Miz Yeah, match. and that was and that was like one of the worst uh back one of the worst TLCs in like years. Like ever. Hey, remember so, Okay, th- this is a little inside baseball. Remember the Friday before TLC we were still contemplating going and there was tickets for sale and I was like and they were a good price and I sent you a screenshot, should I buy these? And you looked at the card and you texted me in all capital letters, please don't do that. <laughs> yes because i don't think i could have i would have left i would have left early i would have left halfway through the card because i would be sleeping in my chair and the only thing keeping me from from like going into rem sleep is the fact that there's fans around but even they they're their, their enthusiasm's probably out the fucking door already as it is so, so you know well let's not forget for that bray wyatt miz thing people were dead because no one cared yeah i didn't care i no one cared no one gave a shit that's kind of what it felt like for about half of this show (laughs) yeah if we had to compare rebellion to something it's the royal rumble 2021 minus the royal rumbles minus the parts that made it good so just the shit parts of the royal rumble because i want to take you back to january of this past year the first full pay-per-view review we ever did was the royal mm. rumble and we liked that show but not because it was a good show because me and bryce are geeks for royal rumbles that and the fact that everything in the year before it was so bad that the fact that the royal rumble was decent it, it just blew us away so much and the raw before that was just ungodly yeah, oh, it was. So uh, we, we we went in with our expectations at the fucking floor. But what's gonna happen on Dynamite now? Dynamite this week is gonna be like, so, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be, it's, it's gonna, gonna, gonna be, be important. important. It's gonna be something. It's gonna, I I don't know. I can't say it's gonna be good yet, but it's gonna be interesting. <sighs> I'm gonna look at the Dynamite card because I'm curious. The, this segues into a Dynamite preview. Oops. Because of this. this I guess we're getting Darby Allen versus 10. Oh, well. Oh. I don't care. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Now Darby Allen can beat another member of the Dark Order. Fantastic. Right. You got to call him by the right name the Dork Order, the the Geek Order. Yes. And (sighs) anything else interesting? I don't know, Bryce. Like, there's gonna be there's gonna be something with these title bullshit at some point, probably. But okay, I get it. Like they had to do something here. They booked themselves into a corner, putting Omega on Impact. They should have had him an Impact period. I get it. Boom, problem solved. But Don Callis had to have it. Well, yeah. I get it from from um. From AEW's perspective, I understand this. You want your guy everywhere. I get that. From Impact's perspective, this doesn't make any sense because you just gave your tag titles and your world title to two different companies. Which is weird. Unless they're planning on, unless Tony is planning on buying Impact, this makes no sense to me. None of this. Okay. And even if it does. I get the Don Callis thing. That makes sense. That's based in reality. Right? That makes sense. The Don Callis angle makes sense. I get the Good Brothers angle. That makes sense. What I don't understand is why have Omega on an Impact pay-per-view at all, much less wrestling on an Impact pay-per-view, not once but twice, because he wrestled back in January at Hard to Kill. And not only that, but you're also taking Impact's world title to another program on a different network with a different There's... audience. Most people that watch AEW know don't about watch Impact. Impact, they don't watch Impact. Most and... people that watch AEW stopped watching Impact because it offended them. <laughs> and we were kind of offended tonight. I don't think I was offended. I think... I was was this close to being offended. Why? (laughs) Because... Why not? Bryce, this is professional wrestling. It's not supposed to make sense. Well, excuse me for being grounded in reality still. Well, pro wrestling hasn't been since I don't know when. I just... I, I hold AEW to a certain expectation. This wasn't an AEW program. We're N- talking. No, no. But Tony Khan and everyone else had a hand in it, clearly, because Omega was there. Tony Khan was there. Everyone was there. Tony... Nobody. And, okay. And his, and his champion won the fucking impact belt. Okay. Now, they could make this go away very easily. Let's not make it sound like they can't. They can no, but no, they you can bullshit that's... their way out of it. They could, they could, but do you they're really? Gonna think they're gonna bullshit their way out of it. They're gonna have to. I I don't think it's gonna end that pretty. I think it's going to be. I didn't it's say going it was gonna... gonna end pretty. I said they're gonna bullshit no. their way out of it. They're gonna. I feel like they're gonna drag this through the mud. No, they're gonna bullshit their way out of it. You really think so? Not like Scott Demore or somebody's gonna show up on it. A... Dynamite Wednesday, he, and he's going to be like, whoa, like, hey, whoa, 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 I fucked up. <laughs> hey, can I, I have made, my I belt back? Can I have my belt back is pretty much what he's going to say. And Kenny's going to be like, no, you stupid mark, get out of here. And then Don's going to be like, you know, because literally, because right. literally, Mo- but Moxley literally did that with the Japan belt. But that made sense because he was signed to New Japan. I know. I know. (laughs) Omega, to my knowledge, and I could be totally wrong about this, and people can feel free to correct me in the YouTube comments or on Twitter or wherever. But if I'm not mistaken, Kenny Omega is not contracted to Impact Wrestling. Now, that could be totally wrong, but I don't think he is. It wouldn't surprise me if he was, but I, I don't know. Honestly. Okay. If Om- no, here's how this could make sense. If Omega's on an impact contract, if he is, this makes a little more sense. If he's on an impact and an AEW contract, if he's on two contracts. Maybe, maybe. Because Finn Juice is on a New Japan contract and also an impact contract. So that's why that makes sense. So what do you think the most logical decision moving forward with this? I want to hear what you have to say about Merge this. the belts, or... So you, you don't have an impact belt anymore, and you just have whatever you'd call that belt. Well, they're going to... Okay, this feels like something like what the NWA did. Because back in the day, when the NWA was an actual wrestling like group of wrestling federations, they had one title in that group, and it was the NWA World's Heavyweight title. Which is what we see now in the NWA promotion. Not the not the promotion, but the group of wrestling promotions. That was spread across America. And the world champion would travel to different promotions and defend the title. Is that what they're trying to do here? Because if that's what they're trying to do, then you need to get rid of the Impact Belt. Get rid of the AEW Belt and just have one title because if that's what you're going for which is the only way you're going to make this make sense by the way the only way Uh, any of this makes sense is if that's what they're doing if they're merging these titles then fine I just don't think that they're merging these titles right now well because Impact only films in one spot that's the only way this makes sense is Impact films in one spot and they film four at a time so Omega would be there once a month tape a bunch of shit, go home. Unless they're doing that. But then what do you do about Adam Page? I mean, or the Young Bucks, or is Chris Jericho going to show up on Impact? I hope not. I hope not either, Ben. Because I don't want to watch Impact. (laughs) No, no one does. I don't think anybody watches this show by choice anymore. Oh, good Lord. I don't even know why we watched this pay-per-view to begin with. Uh, because <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Rich Swann. Um, <laughs> if if, go, if that match wasn't on the card, we would not have paid money for this. No, notice how this is our first Impact review and probably our last. Hopefully our last. Unless they start doing shit like this more and they start having people like Omega and Jericho on Impact, oh, which, which, would would be... which would be very unfortunate. oh my camera just bugged the heck out I apologize for that I don't know what that was um anyway that was weird looked like my light went out for a second anyway uh, camera glitch aside um so here's what's in my mind probably going to happen next they're either going to strip Omega which Scott Namor couldn't do on his own I want to point that out because Don Callis is above him on the pole. Mm -hmm. um or they're going to do some big thing in the ring on Wednesday, and Rich Swan is going to be like, fight me again at double or nothing. That's what I think is going to happen. Is it's, it's going to end at double or nothing, and Omega is going to get beat for what? The, what's probably going to happen is this: is they're going to do something to the equivalent of it's double or nothing. So what they'll do is they'll do Omega versus Swan first, and he'll beat Swan. And then they'll do, like, Omega versus Hangman, and he'll lose to Hangman. That's probably what they'll do. For the AEW World Championship? Yeah. Or i will just beat them both, and this thing will get really dragged out. If Omega beats both of those, I, no, I hope not. <laughs> well, Rich Swan is going to be at double or nothing. I think we can deduce that now. That's, that's the only thing we know for certain. Or pretty certain. We don't know that for sure, but we can assume that. If, if we don't, this shit is going to drag out, and it's going to be horrible, and we well, are not uh, going to enjoy it. Okay, if they do a four-way, though, for the Impact belt. Let's say they do a four-way. With who? Omega, Swan, Austin, and, I don't know, Eddie Edwards or Willie Mack. I don't care. You know what? You know what? Put Doc Gallows in there. I don't care. Somebody from Impact. Do a four-way for the impact belt, and have somebody pin somebody not Omega, and then Omega goes home without the belt, and we pretend like none of this ever happened. Yes, that would be the ideal. I <laughs> think that's probably what's going to happen. Let's hope so. That's uh, all I got to say about that. Uh, what else makes sense here, Bryce? Is he just no. nothing? Else, nothing else makes sense, Ben. This is this is bad. <laughs> this is bad booking. I don't think it's bad booking. I think it's a bad idea. This was a shitty idea from the start, and I have been saying it was a shitty idea from the start. Okay, but the match was good. We can't take away from the match here. Whoa, like, the matches were fine, but this is story hell. Yeah. In terms of storyline, this is hell. In terms of matches, this is a dream. Uh, it's like, like a it's like a nightmare from a storytelling perspective, but on the other hand, it's also like great for like dream matches. This matters, book, honestly, might as well just be a choose-your-own-adventure book, honestly. Might as well. Because whatever, it doesn't matter. Okay. It, it, it just whatever let me, goes. L- let me throw this out there, and let me ask you if this would make this any better for you, because you hate this more than I do, and I really don't like it. Uh, and this yeah. isn't us shitting yeah. on AEW, by the way, because I doubt this was Tony Khan's idea. I I strongly doubt that. I don't. I don't think Tony Khan would let this pass. I don't, he's done done dumb shit, but I don't think he would have done something this dumb. This doesn't feel like a Tony Khan idea at all. This feels like a Scott D'Amore thing. Like, totally. Uh, This has Scott Demore written all over it. Okay, had they made this make sense, like, for example, had they said if Omega wins the Impact title, then he has to, you know, he has to defend it every 30 days or something, and then you just basically have them on two shows, which, again, could work because, like I said, Impact Tapes once a month and AEW is live every other week. So you could do it. This show would have been a lot better with a crowd. I firmly believe that. <laughs> yeah, this, this show without a crowd was a little weird. They should have done this at Daily's Place, and don't tell me they couldn't have. Totally could have. And they could they could have had a thousand people there or whatever and it's still If would they would have, have done fine. this at Daly's place, I don't think we would be this negative. Because there would have I agree. been people there. It but would have been fake... more than just it would have been more than just grunting mat sounds and really, really, really bad fake crowd noises that they put in. Yeah, those were horrible. Those were the worst fake crowd noises I've ever heard. And they that that's not normally that bad. It's normally bad, but it's not normally that bad. Like, it was just, you could tell it was just tacked right on the editing board. Oh, my God. And it was. This show was live, by the way. It didn't feel like it at certain points, but apparently it was. And whatever. (laughs) Whatever. At this point. Keep in mind, this show was supposed to happen yesterday, and they moved it to today. Why'd they move it to today? I don't know. Remember when they announced that, we talked about it, and we thought it was going to be because Double or Nothing was going to be yesterday? Is Double or Nothing pushed back to when it usually is? Yeah, it's like May 30th. They do that so they can get more fans? I think they did that in hoping they can get the hell out of Daly's place before it happens, but they're not going to be able to. So where else would they be able to go at this point? Well, considering the UFC just did 20,000 people in a closed arena yesterday... Did they? Yeah. Did you not hear about this? No. Oh, good Lord. I don't remember what arena they were at. Hold on. Actually, uh, Jacksonville Arena. Reba posted a uh, something on her Twitter because I think she was there. 261? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's a lot of people for an indoor arena right now. Uh, I'm trying to find the official attendance numbers. It doesn't doesn't look like they're out just yet. Uh, what's the the capacity of the place? Uh, that I can find out. Oh, attendance right here, 15,269. The total gate was 3.3 million. Oh my god! Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I meant to watch that card. I didn't get around to it, though, because, you know, I was moving. Oh, yeah, everybody, I moved. That happened. I'm in North Dakota now. Yep. Bryce is sad. I am sad. That means watching wrestling with my boy is going to have to be digital for a while, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Well, we're talking about doing something for SummerSlam up here. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Probably, we will probably uh, so this isn't set in stone. So take this with a grain of salt and a shake of pepper. But what we want to do is we want to do a live show here for SummerSlam. Don't count yeah, on it, it would, but that's what we want to do. <laughs> it would be cool. And it'd be, it'd be a cool show. Yes, it would. It would be and hopefully all, SummerSlam isn't shit. Yeah, <laughs> I I dude I I. SummerSlam's like the last thing they can do to redeem themselves this year. Well, they're going to be back on tour by the time SummerSlam hits. Well, I guess we'll see how it goes. Okay, so in terms of the wrestling world as a whole right now, everything is weird. (laughs) Everything (laughs) is just... to sum it up nicely, everything in wrestling right now is just weird. <laughs> it's bonkers, and it is hurting my brain. It is it is frying my brain as we speak. <sighs> okay. Jim Cornette is having a field day right now. Okay, to be fair, do I think it's cool that they managed to pull this off and they actually did it? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Not well, really. Well, because it had never happened before. This had never happened before. This was a first time ever situation. Boy, did they did they fumble with it though. They didn't fumble it yet. Kind of give them till Wednesday. Give them one I more I will th- I will give them a dynamite to redeem themselves and maybe an impact. I will I will give them like I will give them next month to try to make this right, and I know they aren't going to. No, they're going to. Tony's going to fix this. Cuz this isn't the, it's, okay. not, it's not about if they fix it, it's about how they fix it. And when. And when. They're going to get I, themselves out of this. We have every bit of confidence they're going to get themselves out of this somehow. They're going to have to. I'm just curious as to how this is going to go down. In all honesty. Like, I, I know it's going to happen, too. But I need to see how these people are going to handle this. Okay. Either Tony Khan's going to interject and say, Hey, so... Listen, uh, I'm either going to buy you or I'm going to give you your belt back. Pick your favorite. (laughs) Pick a hand, buddy. Pick one. My guess is they're going to give the belt back. Yeah. Okay. This is good for impact, too, though, like in terms of publicity. But the problem is they're on freaking access TV. So it almost just doesn't matter. Pretty much, they're they're barely getting anything out of this. They're invisible. <laughs> they are they they exist, and that's about it. People know the name, if barely. They know TNA. If you're trying to talk about Impact to anybody that doesn't know what the hell they're doing now, you need to say TNA. Otherwise, they're gonna be like, "What the, what the hell are you talking about?" But oh, this show. Do we got anything else to talk about, Ben? Or are, are, we we doing, just, are we doing our first non-wrestling content this week or next week? I don't remember. You told me. Next week. Okay. So but, there's something for you guys to look forward to, I guess. But in the meantime, we got Dynamite in a few days, and hopefully it's not shit. But you said Darby Allin versus 10. 10's probably one of the better people in there, so maybe it'll be decent. Yeah. <sighs> I can go uh, through the um, card but I don't think there's much there. I I'm not I'm not holding on to hope here. I'm I'm expecting a shitstorm storm for the next week. We're on a bumpy ride. So, buckle in yeah. folks. This isn't going to get better. It's we're going to we're going to we're going to wade through the ocean of shit to get to the the finish line here, but boy is it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> boy howdy, is this going to get weird? So things have gotten weird. Things will continue to stay weird. Oh, there is a large card announced for this Wednesday. That's not necessarily a good thing. Uh, usually, when there's a large card announced, it's a good show. Uh, Brian Cage versus Hangman Page. That rhymed. Uh, the parlay between the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle. Remember, we have blood and guts in like a week. Wait, when is it? Is blood? that this weekend? Blood cut. Blood cuts is next Wednesday, May fifth. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Chris Statlander versus Penelope Four. That'll be good. Yeah. Penta versus Orange. P- oh, okay. I mean, maybe it'll be good. There's one good wrestler in that match, and I'll let you take a guess at who does. Well, you uh, gotta young- have some duds. We have Young Bucks versus the Seidel's, and if the Seidel's win, they get a tag title shot. And we have the (laughs) Nightmare family, Dustin, Billy, and Lee Johnson, against the Factory. I don't care. (laughs) I really do not like the whole Factory with QT Marshall. I do not care at all. I don't buy QT Marshall as a heel. He's such a he's such a white meat babyface He really is. And QT as a babyface is fine. I am fine with him as a babyface. He's okay. He's a mid card guy. He's fine. He's there. He exists. This just. It's gonna be a dud. This is not worse than Miro and Kip Sabian. Let's not make it sound like it is. No. No, Miro and Kip Sabian was on a different level of shit, but. It's not even worse than this show, and the show is bad. Yeah, but at least overall, Miro is good. Overall, I give Impact Rebellion a C minus. I give it a D plus. Really? I give <laughs> it a D plus. Bryce is Bryce is trying because, to. Uh, because I, I'm giving it a D plus because I'm the one who bought the pay per view. <laughs> so I'm the one who. Uh, yeah, what I did it because I'm the one it. that bought Revolution. You were like Ben, you're being kind of a dick. Now you see why. Okay, okay, you got me. And I bought Uh, that NWA. I'll be. I'll give. I'll give you this. That was like twenty bucks. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, honestly, yeah, it's a C minus. It's 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 not bad. It was just. It was an average show. It it just it just confused me and made my brain hurt. Now, if you watch Impact on a regular basis. This, you you might have liked this. I don't this know. This was probably a little better to you than it was to us. I just don't like this whole idea of two companies that aren't associated with each other in any other way than their owner and the top guy of the other company are friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, We're in it for was, it, folks. That's all I'm going to say. Get ready for Dynamite Wednesday, folks. Looking forward to it, kind of. Not really, but... Hey, you know what we have tomorrow? What? Monday Night Raw. Sucks to be you, (laughs) Ben. You're off on Friday. We're watching SmackDown. Okay, well. Cry. I do have Friday off of work, folks, so you might see me on your SmackDown review this week. And uh, hopefully it's not shit. (laughs) Or we'll sit here and play video games for four hours. not remotely impossible seems like a like a toss-up to me ben but i think i know what you'd choose (laughs) i don't fucking care about smackdown but no one does um, all right we're gonna get out of here folks the audio version of this is going up right after we finish and you will see the video version monday morning So if you're seeing this Monday on YouTube, everybody have a good rest of your day. If you're hearing this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you may be listening to this, have a great rest of your night, good rest of your day, whenever you're listening to this. We're doing great, guys. Just keep the whole two marks some spark hype up because we are on a roll. A lot more coming, a lot of new content coming, a lot of content coming exclusively to the YouTube channel, mostly because we couldn't do it in audio form. Like the special episode that was supposed to be up yesterday. I'm sorry it wasn't there, but I decided I want to do it as a video because it's going to make a lot more sense and you'll see why. That'll be out later this week. I'm going to be doing that probably over the next couple of days. So you guys will see that later this week. And uh, that'll be the first exclusive YouTube thing we do. But and it's wrestling related. So, yeah, everybody have a good rest of your day. I might do a raw review tomorrow. I don't know. Bryce, don't should count I? on it. Yeah, don't count on it. Don't count on it. I've already said raw reviews are on a hiatus until I don't know when until I feel like it Uh, until I feel like putting myself through three hours of that. Um, See, I can watch Smackdown because at least on Smackdown, it's not two hours. Yeah, it's two hours. You're not out that much. I feel like you're ripping me off at three hours. Anyway, everybody have a good rest of your night. Don't order a replay for this show. Whatever the hell you do, don't don't go, do it. <laughs> go find Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan somewhere and watch that. Yeah, and maybe the Triple Threat. If you're bored, just because Ace Austin's great, but <laughs> just because Ace Austin is a legend. See you later, folks. We're out of here. Bye.